Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join you us on yeah yeah yeah. Join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor ninety nine dollar closing and Mag Erad. That's M A G hyphen E R A D. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. You can also give us a call at 877-711-5611 and have your name entered into the Klein Tool of the Month Club. That's the NCVT-6 non-contact voltage tester with laser distance measuring device on it. And you have less than an hour to get in because we're giving it away at the end of the show. It's the end of the month it is. That's, it is. And uh, so we're going to have a uh, Facebook Live little segment there to give away the uh, NCVT-6 non-contact voltage tester. So what that does mm-hmm. is you just you hold that tool up to the wire, and if it's got electrical current running through it, it beeps and flashes and lets you know that there is power there. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be um, a wire. It'll work if you hold it over a flooded basement. Uh-huh. If you hold it over the water, it uh-huh. will beep, and it'll tell you the water's electrified. Do not enter. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it'll it it does uh it does that it'll also tell you if the uh if if uh, a pole or any other thing has any voltage current going through it and it also has a a low voltage too so you can you can uh, you can test low voltage wires with it also not just 110 volt and and up so it does low voltage and high voltage just with a press yes. of a button boom done just like that tells boom done going, tells you what's mm-hmm. going on yep so there we go. Okay, Robbie. It's all you now. Okay. Well, I have more some... jokes. Please I do. No. Please no. Why don't ants get sick? I don't know. Because they have little antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I found Robbie. <laughs> five and one tool. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. So uh, can you zoom in, Andrew, on Rich? Bring him up. Like on this the, is an old one. On the Facebook. This is an old one. Just so oh. it looks like a chisel or a scraper. It's a painting tool. Yes. And you can see this one's got some miles on it. Yeah. But this used to be a point. But you use <laughs> that. But it ain't no mo. Which used no to be more. a point. Show us where the this, point used wh- to be. Well, hang on. That hang on. used to come to a point. Andrew's working on it. Andrew's working on it, and of course it's gotta be perfect, so he's just gonna He's got to size oh, everything yeah. exactly just right before he can right. move well, that. Well, thank you. That's what I wanted them. to know. Yeah, yeah. where so, it's supposed to be a point. But 
Okay. But so, anyway, so that half circle there. there, you take your roller and you, you scrape down your rollers and you get 80% of the paint out of the roller and then it's much easier to wash them. Right. So, but yes, this is a, you should always have this in your pocket when you're painting. So you wrap the rag around that. You can do your cutting in. It's got like a little scraper. So if there's a chunk or a run that's dried on a wall, you want to go scrape that off. But yeah, very important tool. Okay. Now Must show us where have. the point used to be. The point used to be here. And what happened Point it to with it? your finger. I'm sorry. He did. He did. Look. Look, it, look it up got, there. It oh, got I'm worn looking off. On, I'm that, looking. Got, that used to come to a point. It got worn off. Got it. Got it. Because I actually use this too for um, like cleaning out grout and tight joints and yes. stuff. <laughs> yes, Thank it, you. So it, now I just saw him point. Oh, okay. I'm watching it on Facebook. Got it. Yeah, the, the delay can kill you. She's getting the audio now, but the video is coming later. Sure. So, so what is the curved part for? That is for cleaning the rollers. The, so you, you hold that on, or hold the roller, and then you go down the roller, and it, and it like squeegee uh, the roller out. Yeah. And you said when you cut in, you use that for what do you? Well, what I do is no, you you would take the brush and you cut in the paint along casing, baseboard, whatever. But if you get any on there, you take the rag and you put it around this. See, it's nice and flat. So you put the rag around that, and then you just take this and you go slide it right across, and it cleans. It gives you a straight edge. No need for tape. If it, it that's if you're you're uh, you you kind of less like got bumped or something like that, and you got a blurble, and you wanted to take a little bit off of your line that you were cutting. So okay, I really should have been watching up there. Yes, <laughs> yes, you should have. <laughs> because now I see the line that he was cleaning right. with. Right. See, it's got to it's got to go slow. Okay, so now keep him up there, Andrew. Keep them up there. Uh, we want to want to zoom in on Rich. Okay. Why? Because now you also brought the pencils. Ooh. Well, just the one. Yeah, that's just, the Crescent pencils we just got, right? Yeah, that's yeah from Crescent. This is your carpenter's pencil, so you see it's got the fat lead. Yeah. And, and we use these because they're stronger. Stronger, more so durable. Use that for framing. Yeah. For trimming. See, and I don't. I use I use both of those for trimming. I mean, I just sharpen. Yeah, I never the... use that for that. Well, this one's no good for trimming because it doesn't fit in the trim belt. Okay, <laughs> dumb, dumb question. Pencil punch. I have some dumb questions. Go ahead. <clears throat> framing. Yeah. Two by fours framing the structure of your house. Rough, so vami- rough framing. Rough framing. Yes. Yeah. Versus building. trim. And what is trim? Hanging trim doors. Trim base casing doors. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Because in my mind, framing is a window. Okay. And trim is the stuff around the bottom. Right. But there's... Turn your microphone in. (laughs) Okay, so framing is the entire house. Right. Structure of the house. And trim is anything inside the house? Yeah, any moldings, anything like that. Hanging doors, trimming the windows, all that stuff. So why do you need different... Pencils? Yes. Because let's let's just say that when you're framing a house, we call it rough framing, and that means if it's within a half inch, it's probably okay. <laughs> half. Yes, especially if it's cold out. So, but when you're doing trim, can you clarify what that a, means? If you're unless you're in a place where they use a lot of caulk and paint, like we don't do, you know, if you're doing painted trim, it makes a a lot easier to be a trim carpenter because yes. you can just caulk everything. But when you're doing stained mill work, um, all your miters and joints all have to be perfect. Yep. So use a very narrow pencil so that you can get a better line. A fine, 
Because if if you have a fat line, then yeah. then you could be the up to a six eight sixteenth of an inch one way or right. the other. Right. With a fat pencil line. So you need a thinner pencil line. So I still use that carpenter's pencil. I sharpen it and it, it's it's got an it comes at a at a point and it's wide. So then I use the thinner side of it and I will still use that pencil but I keep it sharp all the time. Um and then the other option is when I really need to be perfect, then I use use my knife to make the mark. And then I cut up to that knife mark. Wow. Oh. Sorry about that. So that so I just keep the one pencil. Because I use the same belt for framing as I do trimming. So, yeah, see, I don't. Yeah. I have a framing belt and I have a trim belt. Nope. Um, and Jeff- separate hammers, separate tools, separate tapes, everything different. Yeah. I, I just, I change out what I need and I use the same belt, except for electrical. When I'm doing electrical, I have a, I have a different belt for that. I was just going to well, say on uh, Jeff on. There's so many things to say. Jeff yes. on Facebook Live right. uh-huh. says, regarding painting tools, it pays to buy quality. If you have a choice by, to buy stainless steel, buy it. And he says, see the Mighty House blog for more information <laughs> on painting old wall ceilings, make old wall ceilings look new. Yep. And he posts a link on there. So thank you very much. For yep. That. yep, 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 yep. Because I think Rich did a blog page on that. I did. Well, somebody did. Well, because one of the things that drives you crazy is, and nobody ever does it, is sanding between coats. Yes. You you prime your walls, you sand the walls down with 120. Yeah. And then, you know, you prime, you sand. You put a first coat on, you sand. You know, you put your final coat on, and it's beautiful. There's nothing worse than repainting a room that was done poorly in the first place and then painting over all the lumps and drips and runs that were there. Yep. Exactly. So you have to get those off of there. And you're not you're not um you're not like sanding hard. You're not like really rubbing on it hard. You're just no. you're just going across it and you're just tr- you're knocking off you're all the You're giving it points. the once over twice. Yes. And if you find a really bad spot, then you go after it a little bit more, but yeah. for the most part, you're just like scuffing it up, knocking down all the points and uh, all the rough edges and then that way it comes out smoothly. So right. you paint one coat, you sand it, then you paint another coat. Yes. Does anybody and, and do that? Eight seven 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 one one five six one one. My Sorry. painters, in of course, they did. Yep. Some, most, I would say, a lot of people. The do real that. guys do. Yes. Yeah, the meticulous people do. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with more right after this. You're listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. First things first, I'm a craftsman. Craftsman. Remodeling is my only passion. It's my passion. And I'm the greatest in the business. Want referrals, yo? My clientele will bear you witness. Right, right. I can help when your door jam sticks. Huh? There is nothing in the world I can't fix. Yeah. I do tiles, I do stone, I do bricks. Call me, I'll come rushing over with my bag of tricks. Bag of tricks. Where you go when your disposal is rusted? Rusted. My problem making you disgusted. Yeah. When your front window is busted. Just one name that's always trusted. I'm so handy. You already know. I'll fix your plumbing. When your toilet's overflow. Service. I'm fully bonded, no need to be nervous. 
this Perhaps you would like a new counter for Micah Maybe I'll hook up this here combo washer dryer But all your pipes are empty Your water pressure's too weak You got an attic full of dry rot Cause your roof's run a leak Your fridge is starting to reach Your hardwood floor's really squeak But don't you worry, I'll just show you my amazing technique Now let me glue that, glue that And screw that, screw that Any random chore you got, well I can do that, do that Or maybe I'll just rewire your house for fun I got 99 problems, but a switch ain't one Like what? Guess where I'm going Sunday night. Where are you going Sunday night? To see Weird Al. No, really? At Ravinia. What? Ravinia. Yes. yes. He's going to be at Ravinia? Yes. What's the song that we used to do all the time that I would try to sing? Oh. You mean the hardware song? Yes. The hardware song. Yes. All right. There you go. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net. TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. There you go. Yeah, I need to practice before tomorrow. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, here, it's even playing right now in the background. Is it? Yes, apparently... Um, so I was just joking to my nieces and nephews. I'm like, you know, what do you want to go see at Ravinia? And I'm like, Weird Al's going to be there. That's awesome. Kids like Weird Al. Really? Yeah. Like kids like, you know, 25 to 35 are huh. into Weird Al. They're that... like, that's part of our growing up. I'm like, <laughs> wow. So. Okay. Um, so I s- had some an interesting article about some myths. Don't waste your time. Six cleaning myths we busted. Okay. So yeah. I just want to read a couple of these to you guys and Go tell ahead. me what you think. Okay. Myth is you should use steam mops on wood flooring. No. No, 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 no. You, you ruin the wood. But steam and wet mops are very convenient for cleaning. They're tile. very convenient. Yeah, for tile. <laughs> They are, but not on real wood. Okay. You can even use them on a vinyl flooring. That's great. Not on real wood. And here's the best part about this whole article. Although I will say, Mr. Floor would probably love it if you did that (laughs) because they would have to come in and replace the whole thing. So basically, you don't want to use a steam mop on a wood floor because according to the Vice President of Education and Certification for the National Wood Flooring Association, steam is the vapor form of water. No. Yes, as Say opposed to the so. liquid form. <laughs> Just saying. Steam is, okay. Number two, baking soda will completely remove odors from carpets. Say that again? Is it true or not that baking soda will completely remove odors from carpets? No, I don't think so. You are correct. It does not remove the actual source of the odor, and therefore it only masks the odor for a short period of time. Okay. So basically they're saying um, a lot of people, you know, sprinkle their carpets with baking soda and then vacuum it. Sure. Hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Remember I used to do that? I'd have idea, and you'd be like, yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So I did this one time. So I have one of those Miele or whatever. It's a canister vacuum, Uh which I love. And um, sometimes with when you have a house with a dog and you vacuum up pet hair, sometimes you get like a stinky, you know, like an output from your vacuum. Sure. Sometimes it should have a HEPA filter in it then. Okay. Even though it has, it doesn't have a HEPA, but it has all kinds of filters and stuff, sure. and I clean it out. But sometimes you still get that. Uh-huh. 
So I suck up a cotton ball that I've saturated with essential oil. Uh-huh. So you could do a lemon, a peppermint, or whatever. And then every time you vacuum, it releases that smell. It's a lovely little clutter clarity tip. Oh. Okay. Number three. Uh-huh. Lemon peel will clean your garbage disposal. Yes. And no. eh. Oh, wait. You said yes, and Rich said? No. Okay. It will clog it. <laughs> no. It'll make a mess of it. It'll no, lay no, there no. and rot you in take, there. You take the lemon, you stick it in there, you put some ice in there, and then you crank the sucker up. And it's then- a temporary fix. To get rid of the smell, you have to clean it. The real cause is from lingering food inside. And here's what this says to do ahead like of cleaning it. It says cold water and two to four trays worth of ice cubes. Uh-huh. That's a lot of ice cubes. I always, you know, just like a handful. Oh, no. I always fill it up. I always fill the garbage disposal up. I put lemon peels in there, orange peels, whatever. And then you fill it up with ice and then you crank that sucker on. And here's the interesting. That makes no sense. What? Which part? Inside the disposal there's four little rectangular steel hammers right bam, 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 nothing bam. but make noise right all you need to do is boil a kettle of water and pour it down there with it running and it will clean that off plus it will also help rinse out the grease that's jammed up ice is going to do nothing but coagulate stuff well here's the interesting thing okay. and this is why we're debating this is why you can't believe everything you, you read, read on-, on the internet according to this person the ice will freeze anything stuck inside and get it down the drain. Okay. There you go. But that doesn't even make any sense to me. Well, if it's if if it's chunky, and that's what I'm the, the ice you put in there plus the lemon, the lemon gets in there and helps to clean it off. Right. That's why I do it. I, mean, I don't know if it's working, but then the ice also is now because it's it's solid and it's and it's hitting all those pieces, it's like scraping all that stuff right. off. It's scraping. It's not freezing. Anything. I don't think it no, but there's, not, there's nothing to scrape off. That's my thing. That's there's only four little metal hammers in there. The rest of it's just a cylinder. So hot water will do a good job of cleaning all that off and sterilizing it, and then thus you get rid of the smells. Sure. Okay. Interesting. Besides, like I said, disposals are awesome because it just gives a food trail through your sewer system for the cockroaches to find their way to your sink. <laughs> Shouldn't be putting anything down it anyway. Then the, what's the point? Right. Right. Um, if you, 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 you have any comments about anything we talk about, please call us at yeah. 877-711-5611. Yep. So some people say 877-711-5611. Some people would say that. Not me. No. Okay. Vinegar is the magical cleaning agent you can use on everything. That's Windex. <laughs> <laughs> That's my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> Right. I love that. <laughs> can use Windex or uh, Fabuloso. Fabuloso right. even takes down mosquitoes, any bugs. Vinegar is a great cleaning tool for some appliances, floors, bathroom fixtures, and glass surfaces. It should not be viewed as the only cleaning product you need. That's because it's not safe to use on every surface. Okay. Well, Here's where we're going to have a discussion, folks. Okay. So when I talk about my bathroom being moldy, you know, mold growing in there, and you can't use bleach, although I do use bleach still, even though they say not to, because I want to get rid of the black scummy stuff. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. I'll spray like vinegar after the black is clean, I'll spray vinegar on it because you guys say vinegar kills mold. Well, 
vinegar, but more um, hydrogen peroxide does. Hydrogen peroxide will kill them all. Okay. Well, you've also said vinegar. Okay. Anyway, this says um, grout can be damaged by vinegar. So this says cast iron, natural stone, unfinished wood, tile, and grout are just some of the surfaces that can be damaged by vinegar. How do you clean your cast iron uh, skillets, Rich? Uh, just hot water and no, no, like a mild abrasive, like um, just a sponge and hot water. And then if it's got some buildup, you use uh, rock salt, sea salt. Uh-huh. You just scrape it down, you know, rub it down with the sea salt and a damp cloth, and then you just put it away. And But do you oil them up before you put them away? Um, you're supposed to. Mine don't need to. Because you clean them so much? No, because they're that well seasoned. Oh, you've already got them that seasoned. So they're, so they're yeah, they're that, that seasoned that they look grease. like. Yeah, pretty much. So, But that's, see all that flavor, you cook all that flavor in. I mean, it's just. <laughs> well, that's the thing people don't realize. That's the flavor, is right? Yes. So I had a pot, it was Teflon, mm-hmm. um, not cast iron, and I read this really good tip, and it really, really worked. So what you were saying about cleaning with rock salt, uh-huh. um, what coarse do you, salt, yeah. coarse salt, what do yeah. you scrub it with? You're a sponge? What are you uh, well, you, using? Yeah, like so you sprinkle towel, it on but there? Okay. Well, no, but I mean just paper towel. Take a, a paper towel, just dampen it, and then... Put the coarse sea salt in the pan and you just scrub it all out. Do I know the best? Now rinse it with hot water, but not super hot water because you don't want to take all the oils out. Yep. So you just make it nice and then you put it away. Do I know the best, 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 best way to scrub with sea salt? What? A potato. I thought it was crazy. Cut half a potato, put your salt in there, put the potato on the salt, and it's like gripping Uh the salt. Okay. So, I could see that working, but it's a waste of potato. Yeah. And then, so then well, you cook the potato when you're done because now it's got all those greases and oils yeah. in it. And, or you cut and the the piece, a piece off or you use an old potato. But Rich, I got to tell you, it's amazing. Or you put it I'm in your sure pot- it works. Or you put it in your potato gun and use it for ammo. Yeah. that's. I will have to get the potato gun out of my handbag. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Rich, thanks for bringing that up because it's awesome. Uh-huh. Okay, so anyway, what do you think about vinegar not being used in a bathroom because it destroys grout? I don't care. I don't use vinegar in there, in there anyway, so that's good. You don't care. Thank you. Well, I don't care about painting a house wrong because <laughs> I don't care about, you know, hot water heaters. Sure. You, know. you have to care. You're the host of the show. Well, no, because you just take the tile cleaner, you, you scrub it down, and you're done. Rich, does vinegar uh, is vinegar bad for grout? I would say probably. I don't know. I've never really tried it. No, that's what tile cleaner's for. Tub and tile cleaner. Do baking soda and hot water to clean the grout. Oh, yeah. There you go. You could do that. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Around here, I thought that I would go right out of my mind until a friend told me the news. He said, 
cocaine and they make a mock right beside the gas station where somebody bought it and on the spot they're gonna build a shop where we can go buy bolts and screws since then I've been walking on air I can barely brush my teeth or comb my hair cause I'm so excited and I really don't care I've been waiting since last June for this day to finally arrive I'm so happy now just to be alive cause any minute now I'm gonna be inside well I hope they open soon I can't wait no I can't wait when they gonna open up Wait. Wait. Are these on? Are, it's just there. You go. Wait, Andrew. It's not over. We're we're coming up to it right now. This this is gonna be the part where you're really gonna just roll your eyes. I am out of practice. I'm so embarrassed. I'm gonna just go. Blah, blah, blah. I'm embarrassed. It, it's gonna be pretty funny though. Are you ready, Andrew? It's coming down. You haven't heard this before, have you? No. It's okay. really bad. I'm so embarrassed. Even moving over to get a quick. I can't do it. There's too much pressure. <laughs> okay, here we go. You can't do it? I'm the pressure. Oh my gosh. Here it comes. I'm so nervous. Watch your microphone. Thank you. <laughs> I can do that part. See? Would you look at all that stuff? Here you go. Too nervous. They got elementary paper feeders, toilet seats, electric heaters, trash compactors, two scare rockets, star rods, water meters, walkie talkies, copper wires, safety goggles, radio cards, BB pellets, rubber belts, family teeth, minute picture hangers, paper cutters, waffle irons, window shutters, paper movers, window louvers, masking tape, and plastic cutters, kitchen faucets, folding tables, weather stripping, jumper cables, hooks and texture arms, pesticides, high speed irrigation, high performance immigration, air compressors, resting hacks, working chisels, tire gauges, hammer cages, 77, bike feathers, red junk, sheet, magnet matches, automatic circumcisors, tennis brackets, cycle brackets, gear cells, and energy, soft pedals, circuit brackets, lunch creamers, coffee makers, calculators, Generators, matching salt and pepper shakers. I can't wait. <laughs> well done, Robbie. All right, good job. Considering you haven't done that for a while. Yeah, that's got to be at least a year. There you go. See, Andrew? I, I enjoy that. That took me by surprise. See? I was like, my gosh, we're already two minutes into the segment. And right. It's still playing. And then it was worth it in the end. See, you got to wait for the payoff. Hmm? You exactly. got to wait Matching for the payoff. salt and pepper shakers. I can't wait. Did she have the lyrics in front of her? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> I was like, my gosh, that's amazing. Good for you. Thank yeah. you. Andrew, next time you're going to sing it with me. I love you. Of course you do. I'd like to see do. him do that in opera. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, good. Okay. Uh, did we have phone calls or not? Oh. Uh, Will hung up. Uh, oh, I think geez. it just got disconnected. Okay. Trixie's on the phone with someone now. We don't know if they're going to go on the air, so okay. I'll let you know about that. All right. Uh, anyway, if you want to sign up for the uh, Klein Tool of the Month, give Trixie a call, 877-711-5611. We're going to have that drawing at the end of the show. Uh, In about one, 20 minutes. Yep. Once we sign off, then we're going to do a Facebook Live segment that will continue, and we'll have a drawing all the people that this past month have been calling her at 877-711-5611.
to enter for the Klein Tool of the Month. Your name just goes into the Mr. Uh, floor tote bag. That's all it is. It's, you, your yes. name gets written on a piece of paper and into the tote bag. Yep. <laughs> so we don't have the we have the accounting firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe come yep. in to supervise. Yes. And that's it. There you go. That's how that works. So washing machines. Also, that's also our lawyers. Yes. Right. Wa- washing machines clean themselves. What? No. What? Do washing machines clean themselves? No. Thank you, Andrew. Yes. With an additional rinse cycle. Yeah. No. What you no, I see, because what you do is you just run it without any clothes in it and it washes once and you're done. But with a cup of vinegar. Oh, here you go no. with the vinegar. Oh, why are you with the vinegar? What's with <laughs> vinegar? I don't even like vinegar and salad dressing. I don't know why you'd put it on stuff. Or in stuff and around stuff and Yeah. I'm just saying that's what this article says. Okay. Or is it a myth or not? The more laundry detergent, the better. No, that is that is false. That is false. Less is more. Less is more. Right. Excessive. Suds. Actually, it has. Some, if your water's too hard, soap is irrelevant. You need soft water, less soap. Yes. There you go. Uh, excessive suds damage a washing machine's pump and drain, and it can create suds that actually redeposit soil onto your clothing. Correct. Hmm. Um, and this woman or man, name is Chris, um, recommends adding one tablespoon of detergent booster like 20 mule team borax to each load of laundry. The borats in borax. Oxidizer. Yep. Help to keep the detergent evenly dispersed, sure. which eliminates soap residue buildup in your machine. It's the buildup of residue that can result in mold and musty odors. What Isn't is that an what ox- OxyClean is? Yes, that's what I was just going to say. Hold on. What's I mean, it couldn't sell 40 mule team borax because it sounds industrial. For so sure. this guy comes out with this stuff, calls it OxyClean, it promotes it on every. But what TV is oxidizing? Oxidizing, take out stains. Okay, this says the borax helps the detergent evenly disperse. It okay. doesn't say it takes out stains. So we're talking two different things potentially. Now I'm hot. Potentially. It was the nervousness. Is that what it was? I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. (laughs) So it's two different things. So borax keeps the detergent evenly dispersed, which will eliminate soap residue buildup in your machine. It doesn't do anything for my clothes. Yeah, sure it would. Just like OxyClean would. It'll 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 release all the dirt in your clothes too. Oxy, OxyClean, yeah, borax, it's all the same stuff. All right, now I'm going to Google it, you guys. You, talk you do, amongst yourselves. You do the Google machine and find I'm gonna out. I'm going to Google borax. What is borax? Okay. No, you're going to get that guy from that movie. Yes. Borat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, there you go. Wow, you can get a 50-pound bulk of borax for $30. Uh-huh. Wow, okay. It's a naturally occurring mineral. Yeah. Uh, what is borax? What What is borax, Trixie? She's looking at me. Hey, she has a box of it, but she doesn't know anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. It looks like salt. Uh, I don't know. No, are, are you uh, addressing me for some reason? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you want to just tell us over the air? I know. <laughs> it's an insect killer. Yeah, it it's does. It's in it roach works. killing products. Yep. And it... It's a fungicide and herbicide. And... Okay, hang on. You guys talk. Go. 
What? Is everything okay? Um, what is rich? Okay. Borex is a fungicide and herbicide, a laundry booster, a household cleaner, a water softening agent, a food additive. Ew. But here it, it's called a D-E-S-I-C-C-A-N-T, desiccant. What is yeah. it? What is that? Desiccant. You know, like the thing that you get when you buy something, there's a desiccant package in there. It absorbs moisture. The do not eat package. That's what I call them. Yes, the do not eat package. Oh, Okay. It's also, but actually, I didn't know borax would work as a desiccant, to be honest with you. It is, apparently. Is that what's in those packets, the do not eat packets? Is that what's inside of them? I don't know. It just says that's what borax can be used for. It's that's an ingredient in several other products, buffer solutions, flame retardants, teeth bleaching products, enamel glaze. Hmm. You can use it in making slime. Nice. How safe is it? Well, I hope it's safe because you're putting it in food. Sure. Right? Unless it's in the packets and you put do not eat on them. The most common problem with exposure is that inhaling the dust can cause respiratory irritation. Ingesting large amounts of it can cause nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. The European Union, Canada, and Indonesia consider it a health risk. So I guess they don't sell 20 mule borax oh. there, I'm guessing. Yeah, but it's okay. It's safe here. Yes. Yeah. Well, the overexposure to a chemical generally deemed safe could increase the risk of cancer and damage fertility. Wow. Okay. Changing, right. changing topics. Please do. Uh, Trixie said uh, someone called in wanting to know they painted their, their stepping stones through their garden, and now the paint is peeling off of those stepping stones. And how does she get the paint off? without damaging the landscaping around it. My first response was going to be hit it with a power washer, but um, I guess... About that, or a light sandblaster. Yeah, or but if, if they're stepping stones and they're only a couple inches thick... Take them out, turn yep. them over. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Take those yep. stepping stones out, turn them over, and, and then you will have a, a, a brand new walkway that'll be nice and dirty. But when you take them out, then you can take them off to the side, power wash them, clean them, and then reset them. But right. I know it's going to mess up the, the landscaping a little bit, but, you know, I'm not sure exactly how else you'd get around it. Yeah. 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 Trixie said they're concrete stepping stones. Yeah. So I, you could, I don't know. Surprise that paint's peeling on them because concrete obviously is porous. So even sure. latex paints usually stick to it pretty good. Yep. Yep, and I guess according to Trixie, she did it a long time ago. So, um, yeah, I would just I would power wash them, and then you know I would be power washing them in place if you were worried about it. But beyond that, yeah. I don't know how else you'd do it other than turning them over. But right. even that's going to damn if you've got like you know grass or something growing between each of the stepping stones, you're going to damage that grass a little bit. But at this yeah, time of well, year, it's going to grow back. back. It'll grow right back. I don't think it'd be an right. issue. So. So I always say, no worries. Yep. You know, if it was the end of the season, then you may be a little more concerned about it. But even yeah. at that, it'll, I think it'll all grow back and be just fine. So power wash them right in place. Yeah. So, okay. 60 seconds? And That's then? it? And, yeah, and then it's time to close. 60 seconds until the end of the segment. Oh, and but then there's like no time left for the show. We're right. Then we talk about what we've learned. <laughs> yes. If we've learned anything today. Which mm. I, I'm not sure. 
if we've learned much of anything today, have we? Well, the one thing I learned, which I had already learned, was about the well and the paintbrush. Didn't know that. Okay. You didn't remember that? No, I remembered it. But uh. the first time I heard about it, that was really interesting. Well, then we can talk about this mud wasp thing that you posted, too. <gasps> in that the was closet. truly somebody's. Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Okay. We'll do that next, right after the break. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you want to sign up for the uh, Klein Tool of the Month, this is your last chance right here. 877-711-5611. Give Trixie a call. Tell her to put your name in the Mr. Floor tote bag. And we're going to have a drawing here in about, I would say, 12 to 15 minutes, somewhere in there. Somewhere in that range, yes. Somewhere in that range. And we're going to do it live on the Facebook so everybody sees. And we're also going to have Andrew draw the name, as we did last month. So there we go. All right. And uh, with that, uh, one of the things you posted this week on, on the Facebook yes. was this the mud wasp nest on uh, in a closet. And it came... Try talking into the mic. Andrew's in charge of that. It came in through their closet. So how did it get into the house to get into the closet, and how did it eat through the the ceiling? Was it attic space above? I don't know. Don't know. So, My guess is they were in the attic, and yes, they gnawed through the drywall. Yep. Or That's the, crazy. Or they got through the siding. There was a hole in the siding, and then they, they were able to get into the, the joist bay you know, the floor joist bay between the floors and then start building a nest too. And then they, they just take any kind of paper that they can find and they use that to build their, their nest. So drywall being paper, it's a great, it's a, it's a great building material. Yeah. Is drywall all paper? No, but hmm. there's a Jimson in the middle, which they can just, they'll just dig it out of the way. Yeah, it's crazy. So anybody who's interested in seeing the picture, it was a friend of mine in her closet. I only saw the picture. I did not see the actual nest. But imagine going to a closet that you haven't been in a while. Uh-huh. You know, maybe you're swapping out winter and summer. I don't have enough A clothes uh-huh. to swap out winter and summer clothes. I don't have enough space in my house to have a winter. <laughs> or or summer a, a summer closet. Yeah. But okay. uh, maybe there's a closet that she hadn't been in lately. And there was a, and you know what? Maybe you didn't even look up. Sure. Which could happen. Sure, yeah, because it was in the ceiling. So you had to be able to look in the closet, turn the light on, and look up and see it all at the same time. Because most people, when they get in their closet, they look straight ahead at, mm-hmm. at their clothes. They don't, who, yeah. looks at, who looks at the ceiling? I do because all the paint is flaked off. Oh. From uh, like a couple years ago, uh-huh. something happened, I don't remember. Yeah. You know, and all the paint in the house started flaking off, but we just never fixed the closets. It's still just hanging there. It looks awesome. Yes. It Excellent. doesn't look awesome. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> One of these days. And then I, I wanted to talk to you about this, Rich. 
the Hennessy yes, the Hennessy pickup that I, a yes. picture I posted. Nice. Six wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, four hundred and fifty foot pounds of torque. I don't know what it was, but okay. So it's a four door, six wheel drive. So it has a, two axles in the back, one in the front. If you're going through all that trouble to build that truck like that, it's already like way too much by making it six wheel drive. Why right. wouldn't you just throw dualies on the back at that point? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I you, think somebody built it for one reason. It's Hennessy. No, you can go buy it. Because they could. Yeah. No, I know. Because they can. Yeah. Well, Hennessy, they make, they make, uh, you know, they take Mustangs and Camaros and turn them into, mm-hmm. into, into race, race type vehicles that are still made for the street. So I think they're building 20 of these trucks. Um, but it seems like you, would, you would just put dualies on it then because it's already yeah. grossly overbuilt. It's like this big overdone thing already. You might as well just take it all the way and put dualies on it. We have right. some questions. Yeah. Can you put your headset on? We have some questions for you. Oh, okay. And introduce yourself, please. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Connell Duffy. Uh, I'm a broadcasting major at WIU, Western Illinois University. Awesome. We have some questions for you. Uh-oh. Here we go. Number one, does your boombox have eight track? No. It has cassette, CD, and AM and FM. Number two, does it have detachable speakers? Yes. Yeah, it does. And these are from two different people who are asking. Well, yeah. You are very... Well, yeah. It has well, yeah. It's, well, it yeah. has two detachable speakers. It has an, uh, a headphone jack and a microphone port so you can make mixtapes. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. And you can record from the radio uh, easily with the record and play button at the same time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> On to cassette. Now, where do you find the cassettes? Oh, well, my grandpa gave me a box of... <laughs> my yeah. grandpa. I gotta love that. My grandpa gave me a box of blank ones, and I just make mixtapes. And I, I have a Walkman, but I didn't bring it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have a Walkman WM11. It's green, and it has a, can- <laughs> a Canada Maple Leaf decal on it that was nice. already there. And you go out in public with that? Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm old school. I like to be old school. I guess. Yeah. So if I ever came across like boxes of cassette tapes that already have like music. Yeah, I could. You, you would like that. I would like that. That would be awesome. Wow. I know I've <laughs> just gotten rid of a bunch. Oh, there you go. Yeah, my... I, I already have, well, my dad's collection, uh, which is 80s and 70s music. Yeah. I I listen to that. What do you listen to most? Uh, well, um, classic rock, Queen, Van Halen. I don't know. These kids today—they're listening to our music. What's yeah, up with that? Our music. That's yeah. our music. Where's yeah. your generation's music? Oh, uh, I really? actually Raps, don't. Rap sucks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't. Rap. I, I don't it's like, rap. I don't like today's music. Tbh. To uh. be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, okay, there we go. We're going to have to have that drawing for the Klein Tool of the Month. Uh, we're going to have that after the show here. Right and uh, Colin? Connell. Connell. Thanks for step- yeah. stopping in and showing us your boombox. Thank you so much. It's a, f- a flash from the past right it there. It is. So, all right. Uh, we got two minutes left of the show. Uh, podcast of preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them, MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. The Klein Tool of the Month 
is the NCVT-6 non-contact voltage tester. And we're going to have that drawing here in a couple minutes on Facebook Live. The conversation mm-hmm. continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. If somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page. Just put in your first, last name, email address, scroll on down, and click on Boom Done. Boom Done. Right that. There you go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. Oh, he's finally turning it up a little bit. There you go. You can look for all our show sponsors at MightyHouse.net. Just click on the Mighty House team page. And uh, next week, it's just going to be all us again. I, uh, you know, It's like summertime. Everybody's on vacation. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think we're doing it too. So we'll have another Mighty House tip of the week, though, and Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. Thanks to, nice. uh, who was that that stopped in? Uh, it was Liz Mark. and Mark. Liz and Mark. And the Green Built. Green Built Tour. Built. Greenbuilttour.org for more information. It's next weekend. And uh, thanks for everybody that uh, called in today. Appreciate your time. For Trixie, Andrew, Rich Calgill, and Robbie Earhart. And the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until Until next next Saturday. Saturday. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.